Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by 3M, PPG, and Breakthrough Academy. Welcome to Paint Ed. My name is Torlando. I am your host. You guys, uh, recording today, um, the new year is upon us. In fact, by the time this gets released, it probably will be the new year. And I'm sure you guys are looking forward to an exciting 2023. There are a lot of things going on um in in our world a lot of uh, a lot of crazy advancements advancements in ai i i read that there's a that the fusion reactor is now is now live meaning that we could now produce more energy than it takes to create it the future is upon us and i'm really excited but there are a lot of things that are scary uh looming recession uh inflation um a lot of uh the news has has been rough um the 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 winter storm over um you know over over christmas break killed a lot of people um i'm i'm devastated for these people uh there's wars um happening um there's there's conflict there's ton of stuff going on and i know that uh you know some of you might be thinking to yourself, man, uh, you know, what's going to happen this year? Um, how are we going to make it through it? How are we going to grow the business? Um, am I going to have to lay people off? Am I going to have to cut wages? Am I going to have to do this and that? There's so many things happening in our lives. And, you know, I was at the, I was at the movies the other day and, uh, at the end of the movie, the, the person in front of me pulled out her phone and, and got a text message. And, you know, I, I, uh, not, not the most proud of this, but I kind of peeked at it. It was this long block of text and, uh, one of her relatives had, had just gone into surgery and it just made me think, you never know what's going on in another person's life. You know, we, we all have our struggles. We all have our challenges and our difficulties. And it's hard to make it through life sometimes. I, uh, you know, one of the, well, the mission of my company at Craftsman Painters is to make a difference and specifically through the, the paint trade. And when I think about the effect of paint on people's lives. Like I actually really believe that it has a positive impact. And I think that when we do our jobs really, really well, not only does it enable people to beautify their most cherished asset that they own, which is their home. Um, but I think it actually has the power to heal. And so with this in mind, I, uh, I, I reached out to, um, to one of our industry uh, partners, PPG, to see what they knew about 
the healing power of color. Is there a way truly is the is there is the research backed where color can impact psychology? Because I've, I've had instances, you know, it, throughout my career where I've been asked to help people create a color palette that is going to help them in, in some way. Uh, I recall a, an instance where um, I was doing work at a, um, at a therapist center and they were going to be performing, you know, I mean, they were going to be holding their therapy sessions there and they wanted to design the room in a way that wasn't going to add to the trauma that their clients were facing. Uh, I had another instance where I had a, a homeowner whose husband just got back from uh, a, a handful of tours in Afghanistan and he had PTSD he had he needed you know a therapy dog and we had to we had to come up with a palette that was going to be uh create a home and environment where he could recoup from his service for our country i did a little research before the show here and found out that 83 percent of all u.s vets have experienced ptsd at one point or another but it's not just the vets. I mean, it's just everybody in the home. Uh, you know, I was my own kid, you know, I was, you know, Christmas came up and, and, uh, you know, I trying to get her to behave. And I said, well, if you don't, you know, behave here, you know, Santa Claus might not come. She, she wasn't going to go to bed after that. She had knots in her stomach. She had anxiety over whether Santa Claus was going to come or not. She had a bright recollection of all the all the wrong things that she's done. It all came to her memory, poor kid. And and she's five. And so, you know, anxiety, uh, mental health, uh, it's it's extremely real real. Another stat here, for those of you who have teenagers at home, adolescents, thirty-six point seven percent have persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness. 36.7%. That's more than a third. You got three kids. One of them is sitting with persistent feelings of sadness and hopelessness. I, you know, I'm no, I'm no stranger to, to, to these things. You know, I've, I've got relatives, family, I've experienced some of myself. Maybe you have. The reality here is that your customers are experiencing these things, <clears throat> whether it's them because they've got a lot of pressure from work. They've got strain in their relationship. Uh, you, you can always notice that when, you know, when a couple can't agree on color, they're probably not agreeing on much in their life. And so we have to ask ourselves, what responsibility do we have in our jobs to bring forth tools and help and resources to help create a better home life? for these folks can color can paint have an impact on their lives i believe it can and i'm really excited to bring Lindsay and sarah from ppg onto the show to discuss this today before we jump in i want to give a couple of announcements if you want to hear more episodes of paint ed um, i recommend downloading our app pc overdrive where you'll get 500 hours of video content uh, 
more podcasts like this, other hosts on our network. Uh, Chad and the crew at, P- at, at PCA do a phenomenal job of producing video content to help you grow your business. Uh, I'm so proud to be a member of the PCA. And if you're not a member of the PCA, man, you, you need to be one. Uh, PCA Overdrive, it's it's just $5.99 a month. But if you're a member, which membership isn't much more than that, you know, I think it's maybe like $35, $40 a month. It's free included in your membership. Not only that, but you get the uh, the painter training videos where you can train your team, you get access to healthcare benefits, um, you know, all kinds of beautiful, beautiful things available through the PCA. Go to PCAPaintEd.org to learn more about that. Um, Expo. Expo is upon us. February 22nd through the 24th, uh, 2023. We're going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Really excited for that event. Go to PCAPaintEd.org backslash expo uh, to register. Um, I believe that you get discounts if you bring your team. And let me tell you something. You should bring key members of your team to the expo. When you bring members of your team, uh, they feel like you are investing in them. And they also feel this greater connection to the industry as a whole, where they realize that the guys, the other guys at the paint store, that ain't it. That ain't what we're about as an industry. When you go to the PCA Expo, you see and interact with high quality individuals, people who have strong business heads about them, people who are passionate about what we do, and they're willing to share what they know. It's a beautiful community. Go to the expo. I highly, highly recommend it. Okay, so let's go ahead and bring on our guests. I'm really excited about this conversation. I think it's, you know, it's it's a sensitive topic, but from what I understand, they've really done their resource, their research on drilling down into the uh you know, the essence of, of trauma and why it impacts us and why we need to be making um, trauma-informed design, design decisions. And they've got some resources to share about it. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on Lindsay and Sarah from PPG. Let's welcome them to the show. Hey guys, welcome to Paint Ed. Good morning. Hi, Orlando. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm certainly grateful to have you guys on the show. I, uh, you know, I think that this is a topic that people don't um, think about too often. Um, I think a lot of times in our in our businesses, we're just really focused on just trying to make the sale, trying to keep our guys busy. Um, and sometimes we lose sight of the real impact that painting can have on the world. And so I'm really excited about, you know, this conversation. Um, can you guys give us just a little bit of a background on how you stumbled upon this topic and why it's something that we shouldn't ignore? Absolutely. So about two years ago, I was asked from a contractor, uh, Denver, to dive into trauma-informed design and the importance about it and you know the direction it should go and and really give some research and some content to it so um i i started with just a simple google search and and there was really nothing out there about it so then i started thinking well well what's what is trauma and and defining trauma and 
then I went down a rabbit hole <laughs> and it was a rabbit hole that has taken two years to really compile this vital and valuable information because there's so much, there's so many aspects of trauma and there's so much that, you know, can be looked at and discussed and, you know, it's, it's a never ending topic. And the more that I researched it and the more that I started digging into it, I realized it is a very under discussed topic. And it's, it's one that is something that we should all be looking at and thinking about in our lives daily as we're designing, as we're choosing colors, as we're, you know, looking at architectural features. And um, it's it's absolutely a topic that is more relevant today, especially coming out of a global pandemic that's that hit its peak, but it's still continuing mm-hmm. um, day in, day out. Everybody deals with some form of trauma. You know, you, you mentioned the small anxieties, which you know, maybe small to somebody who, you know, works with, you know, people with PTSD from the military or somebody, you know, like your psychiatrist person that you were, were talking about and, you know, designing for them a, as simple as a child and, and worried about Santa Claus, that that's big to them in their world. It, totally. it may not be big in my world, but it's big to that child's world. And um, I got the best blessing ever when Sarah came onto our team because Sarah um, holds a degree in psychology mm. and I was able to tap into to her knowledge and her resources. And what made it 10 times better is she also worked with children. So I was really able to drag yeah. her and pull her in and say, help, like, like help dig me out of this rabbit hole because I felt like Alice in Wonderland there. Cause there was just so much information. Um, so that's, that's how it all came to fruition. And and really started, you know, trying to figure out what is trauma and how do we design for trauma and and how do we be mindful of that when we're choosing colors, when we're choosing, you know, elements that are are impactful in some way or another. And I'll I'll let Sarah take this and and kind of talk about, you know, what she's put into it based on the the psychology of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think it's really important to understand um what people have been through or are going through and it can be beneficial to your everyday business decisions just having that knowledge um you know like you were saying i used to be in the res repaint world well as a contractor you're also playing a therapist pretty much you know (laughs) you walk into those houses and you have a couple one hates this color one loves this color you kind of have to balance and figure out how to how to play into those relationships in a positive way and how to make everyone feel heard and seen. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think that, uh, I think that empathy is, you know, one of the primary drivers of, of how you approach this. And I think for some, for some people, you know, I think, I don't know. I've met a lot of contractors, you know, and, and some have this attitude of, you know, I don't care what color you put on the wall, just pick a color and, and, and let's put it up. You know, they're, they're really driven by the money aspect of it. Um, but I, but I do think that 
you know, if, if we can start to cultivate empathy for our customers that will serve them better in the long run. And, you know, sometimes that means having, you know, having difficult conversations and, and being like, Hey, let's be real about the color that you're choosing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember uh, at one occasion and I was, uh, this was actually a commercial job. It was an urgent care center. We were painting, um, you know, it's a, a small clinic, but it's, you know, urgent care. So a lot of people experiencing some, some pretty hectic things. Um, they, you know, the thing that I was going at was, well, we need to find a paint that, you know, is antimicrobial, you know, so that we can reduce the risk of staff and all of this. And, and I, and they were like, oh, but we already have help with color. And I didn't really push. I really should have, because they, they picked this color of blue that was um, very pervasive and uh it was throughout the entire clinic the halls the rooms everything and it just was um it it did not look good and it was very um you know it was just kind of anxiety inducing you you'd think that it wouldn't be because it was blue but just the particular shade of blue that they that they chose combined with the lighting um really made it uh just an unpleasant place to be. And it wasn't too much longer when, when they, uh, when they repainted. And so they, they really, you know, they lost a lot of money uh, paying us to paint in the first place. And, uh, and it, it wasn't serving their customers well. And it, and it really was something as tangible and real as color. Um, You know, Sarah, can you tell me a little bit about, the the real the realness you know the reality of colors impact on psychology so color can definitely impact you whether you notice it or not psychologically and physiologically so if you're in a bright red room or like you said that bright blue even um your heart rate will go up your breathing will get faster you won't notice it but your your body is reacting um I don't know for me personally i'm a little bit more sensitive so if i wake up like in a hotel that's like vomit yellow or something i'm i feel it um you know i like to wake up and feel refreshed um so it can impact you in in tiny ways that you don't even know about um even affecting your appetite in dining rooms and that kind of thing so there's all kinds of things that you can get into with the psychology of color that can Mm. be helpful one thing to point out to Orlando, um, if you notice a lot of fast food restaurants have a lot of bright red, mm-hmm. red is a fast moving color. And, right. and it's intentional that they have that bright red to get you to come in, eat and move. It, mm. It's that psychology of making you move. Right, right. And so if we're looking at a home or we're looking at a classroom or we're looking at, you know, yeah, kids room, bedroom, um, you know, they're colors that that we definitely should be veering our our clients away um and then colors that we should be veering them to um you know how do we know how do we know if our clients are in need of you know like how do we know if we should be thinking about this with a specific client so i think a lot of oh go ahead Lindsay. that's okay no, you need, you need to ask those questions. You know, you need to take the time and, and have that consult. Um, yes, you, you may paint and they may pay you and you may go repaint, but that's not doing your due diligence to your customer. 
So, you know, take, take that little bit of time and, and talk to them and, and have a discussion and have an open dialogue. You know, it's, it's going to show your care and your compassion for the customer and, and wanting to get it right and, and take care of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all in all, it's, it's the best business practice, you know, yeah. to, to take those 10, 15, 20 minutes and, and have that discussion right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, not only is it, is it helpful, but it's also a better sales process. If you can integrate these types of, of questions where you're really assessing their needs, you're figuring out, you're pulling out um, those things. And, and there's, you know, tact. You do have to have tact. You can't just go in and say, so, um, you know, tell me about your childhood. Do I need to <laughs> pick colors that are going to address, uh, you know, your uh, uh, horrible relationship with your mother? You know, you have to be a little tactful here. But I think the the important thing is that, you know, your your job is going to be best served if you are going in and you're and you're really understanding and pulling out the needs. Um, you know, asking questions like, so when you when you're in this room right now, how does it make you feel? Um, how how do you want to feel in this room when you're in this room? What do you use this room for? Um, you know, is this where do where do your kids do their homework? Um, you know, how do you want them to? you know, how do you, what do you, what are your goals for this room? How do you want to feel those, those kind of questions, I think really pull out, um, you know, the, the, the answers specifically related to, um, you know, their, their needs for the room. You don't necessarily need to like outright ask, uh, you know, what kind of trauma have you experienced in your life? Are you seeing a therapist right now? Do I need to talk to them? You know, you don't need to do that or anything like that, but just basic questions of, you know, how do you want to feel? How does this make you feel now? How do you want to feel in this room? I think are really strong questions. That, and you can also, you know, take the time to pay attention to the surroundings. What decor do they have up? Do you notice, you know, a veteran's hat or a flag or, you know, is there a folded flag on the shelf? There's, there's so many small items that can mean so much and, just paying attention to those surroundings when you're having that in-home consultation or, you know, that initial you're walking around the house and, and taking, doing takeoff or taking measurements or, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Those, those right there are, are little tips that will make a major difference in that customer service and, and that value add that you can as a company give to your customers. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when, when you've kind of f- figured out that they, they probably need a little more assistance getting to a, you know, arriving at a color scheme that's going to be a little less, you know, anxiety inducing, um, you know, what, what ultimately is the goal for the space? Like, how do we, how do we design for um, people who, who have experienced excess trauma in their lives? So I think creating a safe space that provides a sense of calm is very important and dignity. Um, I also think taking into account paint color as well as natural lighting and biophilic design, um, even spatial layout. 
Biophilic yes. design. What? That's a big word. What? <laughs> what What's a big mean? design word? Um, it's been very popular the last couple of years, and it basically just means adding in natural elements, textures, mm. lots of plants. Got it. Um, sound, of, the sounds of running water, that kind of thing. Um, mm. Anything natural, bringing that into your environment to make it feel more calming. Got it. Got so it. speaking of sound, Torlando, you want to make sure, you know, based on if you see that, you know, that veterans memorial of, of some piece, you know, in the home or, you know, maybe maybe the person that you're speaking with is wearing a ball cap that says that they're a veteran. You want to make sure that you're you're working towards sound reduction mm. as well, you know, in, in the home. And you don't want a bright, vibrant color that's going to, you know, increase that anxiety, which is going to increase even more when there's loud sounds or loud noises that can be outside as well. Right, right, right. And and it sounds like some of the things that are going to add and help to this are, are things that are outside of paint, um, you know, which, which makes it sound like I probably need to have, um, you know, kind of a, I, I don't know so much as a team, because I don't necessarily want to hire people who are you know, not painting, uh, but you know, mm -hmm. I, I probably need to have a community of resources to, to refer, uh, out when, uh, you know, when bringing these things in, cause it sounds like, you know, lighting and, uh, you know, when you talk about sound reduction, I, I really think about, um, uh, textiles as, as mm -hmm. one of the, you know, uh, strongest dampeners of sound. There's not really a lot that I don't know unless PPG has something uh, out there that reduces noise in a, in a house. I don't know about that, but um, but it sounds like we have to kind of create a team around us to uh, to assist. Is that, is that accurate? I would yeah, say so. Yeah, you you, you want to think about the design as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so let's let's you know keep talking about um, you know creating creating a safe space and and. Um, why we should be empathetic to that because it's, it is a little touchy feely, you know? Um, and, uh, but, but I do believe that it, that we need to be, you know, empathetic to it and we need to kind of put ourselves in the, in the customer's shoes and realize that, you know, again, they have stuff going on in their lives that, uh, that we're not really privy to. And, and, you know, I had a, I had a, a church leader one time who said, you know, there it's, it's not so much that there's a, 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 um, you know, a heavy head in every pew, it's that there's a heavy head in every seat, you know, like everybody is going through something and, yes. and we can just kind of assume that. And, and so I want to, yeah. Why, why do we ultimately need to be empathetic towards creating a safe space? So one, my, my first right off the bat, it's the right thing to do. You know, it's, it's the right thing to do as, as human beings to be empathetic towards each other. Because just like you said, everybody's going through something, especially this day and age, right? So, so we wanna make sure that, that we have that empathy towards other human beings. Mm -hmm. the, the next point of it, you know, we're, we're all professionals and we're all here to, you know, make money and to build our companies and to build our reputations. And like I mentioned previously, that's one more step to the customer service and the level of service that you're giving and, and building your company. And three, you know, it's, it's going to make the customers and the world a better place. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I mean, it, it sounds so simple and so elementary, but in a world that we're living in now, it's, it's vital. It's a vital piece of, of our everyday lives. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's absolutely true. You know, I, I have a little story there. Um, my mom called one day and, and she was, she was at a, a coffee shop and she was getting a cup of coffee and, you know, she was not very pleased with the service and the, the level of service that she received. Mm-hmm. And she was, I'm going to call the manager. I'm going to call the manager. And I said, mom, you have no idea what kind of news that person just received. You have no idea what kind of day they're having. You have no idea what happened to them on the way to work. Right. If we could all just be a little more kind and show a little more empathy, it, it can make the world a better place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I believe that I affirm that for sure. And I, and I think that part of why it's so difficult to get in that frame of mind is because you are probably having a bad day. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's You're hard to be empathetic. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if we could just kind of step outside of ourselves for a moment and realize that uh, when we serve the problems of others, that our problems tend to solve themselves. Um, you know, that's kind of the magic of, of community and, and recognizing that your customers um, they're not just a transaction, right? They're not just a number on your PL that, but they're, they are a member of your community and that you are there to, to help those in your community, you know, not only survive, but thrive. I think that can put you in a stronger headspace to do it. Now, one of my thoughts <laughs> lingering here is like, this is great. Um, but what if I don't know how to do this? You know, like I don't, I don't really have the tools to, I don't really understand color psychology. Uh, I'm speaking, you know, hyperbolically because I went to art school. My audience knows that. So I've been a practicing color consultant for a very long time, but let's say that I don't really have the resources in my, in my company to assist customers in this way. Um, what, how, how can I, how can I still help them? How can I still, you know, be, uh, you know, a, a resource and a tool to them when they're trying to figure out how to create a better home life and they're looking to paint to, to solve that problem. Lindsay, do you want to take this one? Sure. So, um, <laughs> you can actually, you can contact PPG. Mm-hmm. You can contact Sarah or myself. We have a team of 10 designers across the United States. And this is what we do. We, we will help you in creating those color palettes. We can help you in creating renderings for your customer. Um, we can help in providing you guidance and, and our knowledge. We're the subject matter experts. So, you know, why not partner with us and, and team up together to be able to, to give that to your customer? Um, we, we actually get paid to do this day in, day out. Mm-hmm. That's that's why we are the subject matter experts, and we would be happy to help you in in any way, shape, or form that we we can to to make that happen. Um, there's there's no job too big or too small that that we would not tackle and, and assist you with. Um, like I said, renderings, you know, color palettes, samples, even understanding trauma informed mm-hmm. design. We're we're happy to help in in any way that we can to help you grow your business and. Um, the nice thing is, is a lot of these services are free to you as a customer for partnering with PPG Paint. Mm, that's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, 
so you know to kind of recap here um it, you know it sounds like uh to me if you're kind of just going through business and thinking you know well we're just putting paint up on the wall that's that's it you're kind of missing a big opportunity to serve in a in a genuine way and that you know if you do kind of start to think about this that not only are your customers going to to, to trust you more, but you're going to have greater impact in your community and that, and that you guys, you guys provide help. PPG provides some help. Yeah. Sounds great. Absolutely. Even just little tips and tricks. Like, um, you know, I saw a lot of children's rooms wanting to be a bright lime green, you know, Kermit the frog green. I got that All one right. time. Yeah. Um, it's, and you got to think about that room is used for sleeping. You don't want your child to wake up in the middle of the night. So I always would say, do an accent wall instead of the whole room or give your child three choices of greens. And then mm-hmm. that way you have the control, but they still feel like they're in control. So even just knowing little trips, like tips and tricks like that is very, very helpful oh, yeah, when dealing yeah. with customers. Yeah, absolutely. I, when I, so that customer I talked about at the beginning where, uh, you know, the husband, you know, that had experienced some PTSD, the, uh, the son actually wanted um he wanted like a really uh you know he wanted a, a really dark color in his room and, and it was uh in a basement as well there's not a lot of light in it. and uh i was like well <laughs> that's <laughs> that's gonna make it kind of cave-like and he might you know he might actually get scared you know uh, mm. at night what if we took that color and we just made a star because he had kind of a cowboy theme going on i said let's just take that color and, and, and create a star, put a star over his bed. And uh, that of course made me realize that there's a lot of math involved in creating a star. Uh, that is, <laughs> a lot of like, straight oh, lines. Jeez, I need a protractor for this. Uh, <laughs> and a giant one, depending on how big the star yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Charlie, I know another, another option that um, your listeners can do they can go to pbgpaints.com and they can click on our color visualizer. Mm-hmm. They can actually take a picture of their room or, you know, of their customer's room and they can add whatever colors they want. They can, you know, paint the baseboards, they can paint the color. So they can kind of get an idea of what that room's going to look like yeah. before they even put paint on the wall. And then another, another tip that I want to let your customers know before you go and put that yellow on the wall, um, because yellow is, is a color that's going to saturate tremendously on a large scale, paint that color in swatches in about five or six different places. So you see what it's going to look like in the sunlight in the morning, the sunlight in the evening, your natural you know, light that you have coming into your house, but also you know, the light that you have the unnatural light so your light bulbs and things and have have a decent size swatch you know don't do a little four by four you know make it a, a good size swatch but do that with the colors that you're selecting so you know if you can live with that color or not once it's saturated all over your wall right 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 yeah i i like that and i think while it is more effort i think it creates a more qualitative experience um one that i think customers would be willing to pay for um, you know, instead of just, you know, having your regular free estimates where you're trying to get in and get out in 30 minutes, if you actually put forth a, a little more qualitative experience where they're, 
uh, able to arrive at some decision making, uh, I think that you can charge for it. And I also think that it will uh, kind of commit them to your business in a way that they, they might not, you know, if they, like, if they're already in kind of deep with you, uh, they're, they're less likely to keep going with another company. Well, really great tips, you guys. I, I appreciate your time on the show. Um, and uh, I think that if our, you know, if our listeners are, are wise, I think they'll reach out to you guys for, for help with these kind of things. Um, now you guys do have uh, coming up in May, you guys have a, uh, a webinar, right? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we'll be doing our, um, we do a quarterly webinar and actually in May is when we have slated to have our, um, our accredited presentation based on trauma-informed design. So that is where we're going to take the deep dive and we're going to discuss uh, specifically, you know, shelters and the importance behind, you know, shelters and designing and, and it's all different kinds of shelters. Um, so that is our first run at Trauma-Informed Design. We hope and intend to yearly bring out another one. And um, I think Sarah and I have discussed that, that our next round is probably going to be more towards emergency services and PTSD for for that and the military. Yeah. So um, as I mentioned earlier, there's so many different levels and forms of trauma that, that we had to start somewhere. And so it will be um, May 16th. And we will get the information out so that way your listeners can can register for that if they would like to join us. Um, you'll also be able to find the information on our PPG website as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate your time. Absolutely. All right, there we go. Uh, Lindsay and Sarah from PPG uh, talking about trauma-informed design. You know, I, <clears throat> I'm i certainly a person who is, um, you know, empathetic to the, to the struggles and, and needs of others. Sometimes it's hard for me to make that transition in, in business, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not in the business of therapy and sometimes working with couples on, on color feels like I'm wearing the hat of a therapist and I don't necessarily want to, <laughs> but I do feel like if we can, as business owners, um, train our team um, and, and maybe you're out there working directly with customers yourself. If we can just become more empathetic to the needs of our customers and understand the, the underlying problem, right? We're solving a problem. So a lot of times we think, oh, we're solving a paint problem, but there's always more than that, right? I, the, the, the example that I always talk about is like people People don't buy a drill because they need a drill. They buy a drill because they need a hole. Why do they need that hole, right? Is it to put up a picture? Why do they need a picture to beautify their home? Why do they need to be beautify their home, right? Because they need a place where they can feel safe. That's ultimately what it comes down to is that people's homes are a place where they can feel safe and where they feel like they can thrive and be themselves if you don't feel like you could be yourself in your home you aren't at home and so your job as a painter really has impact on how people feel about themselves uh it's you know if you look at maslow's hierarchy of needs you know safety food shelter all that well 
there's an element of self-actualization becoming the person that you feel like you are intended to be we help people with that and that's a cool thing that's a cool thing uh it's our our industry is great we do a good thing it's honorable work um it's one of the greatest industries in the world i honestly believe that thank you so much for pbg for being on the show today and thank you guys for listening um if you want to learn more about me and what i do i mean i've got the business of course but i've also got a new program out uh called the the trade school an online trade school uh craftsmanpainter.com backslash trade school if you go there um there is a list of classes that i provide live that talk about different business subjects ranging from sales to leadership and uh, production management highly recommend going out and checking out that course catalog and of course if you want to get the book uh sprint that i wrote go to amazon.com search for torlando and the word sprint it'll pop right up uh go ahead and check that book out it is the basis for how i run production it's a really good system highly recommend it uh thank you so much to all of our industry sponsors and for the pca for producing this until next time my name is torlando and this has been paint Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.